0: The Steve Warren Project, sports and whatever.
1: Oh, yes, we're making it rain podcast episodes here every weekday. Boom shakalaka. Who else is 685 podcast episodes and counting? Not many, I'll tell you, not many. It is the SWP, sports and whatever. It is Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. I'm a little bit country. He's a little bit show tunes. Thanks very much for listening, enjoying our daily audio exertions. Please hit subscribe, spread the word to your followers. Better yet, consider a Patreon membership, stevewproject.com. Very heavy on the football today. Looking forward to the NFL Conference Championships and chatting with my great friend, Jim Jerome. James, how are things? Uh, Stevie, things are okay. How about you? Great. Good. Um,
0: Stevie, I had a hard time uh, when I had to launch into some sort of commitment in my life. Um, that would take an extended period of time mm-hmm. and it was all I could do to, uh, do it three times in a row. Okay. <laughs> when, it, when it's supposed to be this sort of long-term commitment, right. Uh, you know, it just, it just never got past two or three, Steve. Okay. In my blurry days. Uh, and then I heard you say, we've done 685 podcasts. That's right. Blowing it out of the water, Jimmy. Okay, blowing it out of the water, from from having difficulty doing two in a row of anything, Stevie, to six eighty five. Okay, yeah. and the, the Golden that- Globe
1: and the Oscar goes too. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we did. We did. What? Um, how, how many years did we do together? Maybe twelve years. I think on morning sports radio, uh, like two two thousand
0: there ninety nine yeah. to. I was there twelve to twenty twelve or thirteen.
1: And I got to go out on a limb that there was a slightly bigger paycheck in those 12 years involved with that. I'm just going to go out on a limb there. Um, I got to say... Yeah, loyalties were quite thin.
0: If you give me more money, I don't give a fuck about Steve or John.
1: <laughs> we all made a great deal more money in the uh, yeah. in the terrestrial radio days when we had our Bell Media overlords bankrolling sure. this process. But sure. uh, I got to admit, the... Uh, The day that that we had a conversation about it, and we had a bit of a conflict as well because you'd made this commitment as well to the suspendables, but I hung up the phone and uh, the day that you said, okay, yeah, let's do a podcast, it's going to be great. I hung up the phone, I'm like, was that the wisest decision you've ever come up with, Stevie? (laughs) (laughs) Knowing knowing his penchant for uh, showing up for work back in our TSN 1200 days. But uh, yeah, it's all worked out very, very love nicely. Every minute. You're, you're a it's new a Jim Jerome. I don't even know who you are. Who are you, and what have you done with
0: Jim Jerome? What have you done with the old guy? Yeah, uh, no, it's a riot. Yeah, it's a riot, and uh, uh, I love every minute of it. Yeah, um, breaks up the day a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's it's fantastic. Yep. You know what thank I did you. for the first time? Oh, were you sorry? I nothing. No, no. Were you going to say thank you? I did. I said thank you. Well, that's yeah, nice. I said, thank that's- you. Yeah. So I'm used to it. Okay, come so. on. Let's get enough of this soft <laughs> bullshit, okay? whatever. We'll right? hug it out later. Another the kumbaya you know, stuff, yeah. I'm going to probably have some guys say, I'm going to need your man card right now. I'm going to have to take that from you and tear it up in a million pieces. Because last night, my wife and I sat down and watched it. has been on my to-do list, my movie bucket list for a long time. I actually sat down last night mm-hmm. and watched Reservoir Dogs. I I'd oh, never seen one. it before. Yeah, good one. Quentin Tarantino's very first movie, and I was shocked because I've always heard about it. Guys love it, and it's thirty years old this year. Thirty. Wow. Yeah. Man, wow. When fucking time goes.
0: Yeah. I thought it was yeah, great. My though. son. Uh, my son just turned twenty, Stevie. Okay. You and I have known each other since our kids were, well, not even born when yeah. when I when I met you. Well, do the math. 20. that's 2002 you and I knew each other yep. and uh, Sydney was just 4 or 5 and my other son was born in 99 so I go back to that 20 and now when you bring up that movie it's funny you say that because I watched a bit of it I said I'm going to sit down and watch that again too because it must be at least 30 years since that movie came out <laughs> okay and I started watching it Steve because it, it was it was cult movie right um, and from this crazy director and in, in trenton tarantino wasn't as good as i thought it wasn't as good as i remember you know quentin uh, tarantino by the way quite quentin sorry trenton. trenton
1: who's trenton
0: what <laughs> well quentin uh quentin university is in
1: peterborough steve well oh no here. that's trenton's trent here trenton so yeah, i'm wearing a hoodie trent. that says okay. trent on it i wear this hoodie a lot too you'd think you get trent there i know i know. Anyway. Um, Anyway,
0: yeah, I it's funny, watch that. I I I clipped it on. You and I must it's sort of this weird, weird little mind melt. Uh his whole deal though, Stevie, was uh, and then we've got to hear your reaction from, him, but his whole deal was complete and utter gore. Okay. So, but not like horror movie gore, reality gore. Right? And the and the the most famous scene from it is uh
1: Chopping the ear off of the cop. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, there's movies with blood, but this is like, this was a basting. That's the best word I can come up with. It was just like Tim Roth lying there shot through the entirety of the movie, just basting in his own blood. And then the cop (laughs) is basting in his own blood and gasoline. It was, uh, I mean, I can't even imagine what it looked like in 1992, uber violent. And on top of that, great acting performances. It It was a real neat story. But when you watch Quentin Tarantino's, as I did there effectively, watch his career in reverse, because I've seen them all. I hadn't seen the first. Uh, It was a little bit of a letdown because I'd built it up in my mind so high, but uh, still very good and uh, quite enjoyed it. But like I say, and I think you're probably the same way to see it this late in the game, that uh, not all movies stand the test of time, per se. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Oh my God, Steve, this mine!
0: I was just going to say not all movies stand the test of time. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I was. What uh, what was other flicks those two? Inglorious Bastards is, you know, speaking of gore, and 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 sort of he comes up with these plots that, yeah, uh, you know, with, with Inglorious Bastard, I went, this is what everyone wanted to see. Okay, this is what everyone has always wanted to see. So we're not going to just show a guy being shot in the head. We're going to show a guy being shot in the head, but we're going to show the bullet going into the side of his head and his head exploding. You know, right. going, wow. Okay, it, this must be a Tarantino movie. Uh,
1: well, he I loves the revisionist they- history, right? He did it in, he did it there, of course, dealing with World War II and the fate of Hitler and such. But he also did it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he took the um, the Manson murders and had a whole new spin on it. And in both cases, it was a much happier ending for the viewer than we saw in actual reality. So he absolutely loves that technique. No question about it. Um, Also, as we move along here, James, we should get into a football mode here because you and I are absolutely tied right now. Uh, It's uh, been a nonstop thrill ride. I have no doubt about that. So we need to get our picks in here Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) We can do that. Let's take a break. Actually, we'll take that quick break here and come back with our picks and also news about Ben Roethlisberger, predictable news. Uh, Where is Aaron Rodgers going to end up? And some CFL news as well after these words. Jim K. Ford has always been family-owned and operated. Their amazing team of professionals from sales to service is constantly training and improving to provide you with the best possible customer experience. And oh, by the way, they've been doing this for 40 years now. And of course, they're always ready to say yes. JimKFord.com or 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk. And we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Home prices remain sky high, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, you should call the Glen Walton real estate team today for a free, no obligation estimate. I think you'd be surprised to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. So, call the Glen Walton real estate team today at glenwalton.com. So, Ben Roethlisberger officially retiring after 18 years in the National Football League. Terrific quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, everybody anticipated it. It is now official. Quite frankly, he's looked to me like Seth Rogen, the actor, for about the last decade. He's not looked like he's in very good shape, but somehow, some way, without any kind of speed, like he—he's basically the anti-Tom Brady. He looked like he's getting out of shape. His face looked all fat. He was slow. Uh, looked like he's, hes losing a little zip on his fastball. But somehow, some way, the guy just was a winner. Kept winning. Kept winning, and just got it done. And so. He retires at the age of 39. He was a first-rounder back in 04 and a six-time Pro Bowler. Steeler fans will remember him for his two Super Bowl victories. But that's certainly not the storyline that people are here for. They want to know who we're taking this week in championship oh, yeah. weekend in the National Football League. <laughs> mm-hmm. That music gets me going. Cut the cord. Um... Uh,
0: yeah, what do you got? We're, we're tied. We, we pushed yep. through the preliminary
1: uh, playoff round. Yep. S- uh, we, we certainly did. And uh, yep. what a rally by me. I had a 2-4 opening weekend. Rallied to go 3-1 and one this past weekend. So we are dead yes. even. Boom shakalaka. So <laughs> going to the conference championship. It is starting on Sunday. And that will be with the AFC game. After that thriller over the Bills, Kansas City survived. They will host the Cincinnati Bengals. Kansas City's a seven-point favorite. I hate that spread. What do you think? I'll let you have first pick.
0: Yeah, I go with the points. You know, as you always said, when in doubt. Um, You know what though? It's like this could be the year for Cincy, right? They haven't they haven't gone this deep. uh, I don't know since you know I don't know nineteen twelve or something (laughs)
1: uh, in, in the playoffs. Um, they hadn't won a playoff game in 31 years, right? Until so, this
0: year. So, uh, you know, is this the year, Steve? Okay, I I, I I've come to sort of hate, uh, you know totally loathe that that commentary. Right. Is this the year? Well, like like someone's going to go, what a great question, Steve. What a great question. Is this the year for Cincy? Or is this the year for KC to repeat and wow? You know, so I, I I despise that question. It's like I don't know. I guess we'll find out. You know? <laughs> Could
1: this nope. be the year, Steve? Could this be the year? As though somebody's yep. got the answer. Nobody yep. has the answer. And by the way, let me let me. I went back to the first week when they beat Oakland. They actually beat the number one seeded Tennessee Titans. Of course, last week. Just to, mm-hmm. uh, just to correct myself. So yeah. you're asked though to predict what's going to happen. Uh, because you we've got money on this thing, so yeah, do you uh, like Kansas City by seven or don't you? uh you know is this the year
0: Stevie is this the year? Is <laughs> Here the we an- go again <laughs> okay the, the the answer the answer is no okay as soon as they ask that Steve you got to go the other way It's the same with the quickly off off topic here for ten seconds same thing with the Australian Open. I stayed up all night because what's their faces we're gonna on their way into the semifinal the two Canadians alias Seaman shop apol Shop shop to top off. off, double fail. Yeah, so, uh, and they both lose. But going in, Steve, it was, is this the year? Is this the year? Okay, and they both lost. Is this the year for Cincy? I'm taking KC
1: minus the seven. Taking KC minus the seven. No, that's a good point. When people say, is this the year? That usually means it's been sustained failure to that point. (laughs) And odds are... (laughs) That's going to continue. Um, anyway, because no one's saying right now, is this Kansas City's year? Uh, people have thought for the last three, four years that, uh, well, every year's Kansas City's year because they've been so very, very good. They started out this year pretty mediocre, but uh, they've certainly found their game. So you've got Kansas City. I got uh, Cincinnati plus the seven. So nice to have points, but I'm not real. I'm, I'm, honestly, I'm not real confident about that particular selection. And right. uh, in the other game, it of course is the Rams hosting San Fran. The Rams are three and a half point favorites. I don't like it. I don't like. I want it. I usually drop my own odds, and I nailed both of these except I had the Rams by three, so it was uh-huh. very close. And I didn't. I didn't really like them beyond that. But I think at home with that offense they have, and I really don't like Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Troy Aikman was just tearing Jimmy Garoppolo a new one through that whole game last week against the 49ers. Saying I Could late. we get your pick, please, Steve? Oh, look at you. You went on for about 15 minutes about, is this their year? Is there is a this? question in here somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that my attention span is a good deal longer than my colleagues here. So when he goes off forever, it usually is okay. But when I go off a little bit, ah, I can't take it anymore. Will you pick the pick? Oh, anyway, I got the uh, I got the Rams, span and probably. I'm going to take uh, the Rams minus the three and a half. And those are the selections. Oh All my right. God, the listenership—it's yeah. tripled in the last five yeah. minutes. I can it. Very good. Let's do our picks for the Super Bowl. Oh no! Wait. <laughs> is this their year? <laughs> I found on on social media today, and I I know lots of people hate Aaron Rodgers now, but he is my quarterback of my team, so I've always been a big fan. Try and and blot out that extra noise with all his uh, vaccination stuff and uh, quibbling with his team. But I still hope he'll be back with the Green Bay Packers. Well... On social media today, over and over again, I saw people with these perfect photoshops of Aaron Rodgers in a Denver Broncos uniform. My immediate thought was, no! All right. And the reason they were doing that is because his offensive coordinator just signed on as the new Denver Broncos head coach. Nathaniel Hackett is now heading for Denver. And they could probably use a quarterback in Denver this just mm-hmm. in. Does he know any good ones? I don't know. Maybe a guy coming off a probable MVP season. Could be Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Right. So I'm uh, I'm hoping that's not the case. But certainly, I think everybody's timeline and social media was clotted up with Aaron Rodgers, strangely wearing a Bronco uniform.
0: Yeah, the, I'll tell you what, Stevie. Uh, I guess it's a trend, uh, or starting. It's going to starting when when Tom Brady left New England. Right? No one ever thought he'd retire there. He's going to end his career there, We're wrap it all up, and do the Rocky chair tour, blah, blah, blah all that shit. Uh, so the days, the day is gone, Stevie. Where um, the stup- the superstars, okay, are are guaranteed to stay with your team. Uh, you need to look no further than the Oilers. That people are starting to go. We're going to lose Connor McDavid. Okay, he's he's we're we're going to lose him. I don't know what his contract says or whatever, but got three or four years left on it. Yeah. So, but but he's going to ask for a trade. Okay. That so, and then everyone goes, well, that, you can't do that. He's a franchise guy. Well, well, all you got to do is look at your own freaking team, oiler fans. Okay. Small little trade there, Steve, back in 1988. Little little trade there from Superstar. Uh okay, that's it. yeah, then uh, the next best player in the league. Okay, Messi. Let's trade him away. Uh Yari Curry. He was good, got a bunch of goals, you know, fifty. Okay, he's gone. Uh, but that no, no, no. Norris trophy winner, Paul Coffee, gone, right? So uh, like I say, you need no look no further than here. So he's gonzo, Stevie. He's gonzo. Tom Brady did it. Look, he looked at. We don't want a Super Bowl. Made the playoffs again. Uh, yep. So there's no doubt in my mind, Steve. There's no doubt in my mind that he's not returning to Green Bay. Okay, that's a lock. You're saying yeah, that it's, to hurt me right now. It's a lock. It's a lock. That, that, like I say, the day is over. Right. It's kind of almost like here's how here's how great players are going to do. You know, on on a team. This is how they're going to. You know spend their career it's going to be with a, you know this one team and then they're going to wind down with another team that's how they're going to end up right. to see if they can write this unbelievable storybook which which it was for tom brady regardless right. of what he does from here in lebron james though stevie okay i don't know i'm not sure get get a hold of me uh, the week before boys i'll decide which team i'm going to go ah, i may go back to cleveland I don't know. Maybe I'll play in Miami because a couple of my friends are there. So I was like, okay. But yeah. everyone thought
1: we, 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 he's a lock, you know, to to stay in Cleveland, right? He started there. right? Yeah. Um, I wonder if Pittsburgh might be a landing spot. You know, they they just lost Ben Roethlisberger after 18 years. Kind of a sort of a cold, lunch pale town. When I think about it, um, I could see I could see Aaron Rodgers playing there. But certainly Denver's a possibility as well. Anybody that's got a quarterback opening would certainly have interest in the guy. He said nothing concrete to this stage. He just says, I'm not going to drag it out past free agency in Mm -hmm. mid-March. He's not actually a free agent, so I misspoke a moment ago. Green Bay's cap issues are brutal right now, and that starts with how to deal with Rogers' $46 million cap hit. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, they got to re-sign Devontae Adams on top of that, and so it's going to be interesting to see how this thing plays out. Uh, and whether Rodgers actually wants to go back to Green Bay that's probably the biggest card to play in this whole thing. Right. Um, you know Stevie one of the one of the considerations
0: you know if you look at Tom Brady which 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 Aaron Rodgers career runs you know parallel too right S- same time getting on in age. Um, one of the deals Stevie he played in New England of course and Rodgers in Green Bay one of the factors Stevie whether you believe it or not but I'm telling you. Okay, this is gospel. Stevie when I say this is these guys look at it and go? I'm kind of fucking tired of the weather here. Okay, I'm yeah. kind of tired of the frozen tundra of Lambo. <laughs> like, that's all funny and everything until you have to live here and wake up. Same thing in New England,
1: right? The winter, the winters are brutal, right? We're winters playing that North like are- you did that Buffalo game yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and the Green Bay game looked miserable. I don't, I don't care how hearty you are, you would rather not be playing in those conditions if you yeah. have your drugs. Right. And they're winding
0: down, right? they got, you know, families and, and, uh, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers, Rock- Aaron has got kids. I don't, I don't think he does, but no, he does not. Uh, anyway, that's, I, I bet that's a, a, a guiding factor. So you say, well, what about Denver? You know, I've been to Denver, man, in, in the, in the spring and the winter. Okay. It's super nice. It's super nice. The, the climate is way milder than it is with these, with, with these Northern joints. You know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful town, man, to live in. So, uh, you know, that, 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 I, I get that almost. It's like, what do you, what do you mean? You're your you, you want traded because of the weather? It's like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I want to go to the, I want to go play in L.A. Okay, and 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 not in Winnipeg. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoever you are. Well, I love Ottawa to...
1: and I love Canada, but the older you get, the more, the more averse you get to this ridiculous climate. And uh, right. there are certainly some NFL markets that uh, guys would like to avoid if possible, especially as they get older in their career. You mentioned your good and great friend Wayne Gretzky a moment ago. And I want to, it, it brought to mind the NHL on TNT, which Wayne Gretzky is now one of the panelists as is Biz Nasty, Paul Bissonnette from Spit and Chicklets fame. They're, I'm really impressed with the job that NHL and TNT is doing. I haven't really watched a ton of it. Like, as a viewer watching an entire game, but I just keep seeing clip after clip after clip that impresses the hell out of me. Like, if you can do something that is really loosening up your guests, they get GMs on, they get players on, have mm-hmm. good conversation that's loose and fun, that puts you a step above what's happening in Canada right now, to be honest. And Gretzky got off a great line, and I think I think Paul Bissonnette is a big part of this, and this is a strength of yours. It, it's, it's the ability to get these famous people to let their hair down and be themselves and have a laugh. It's freaking fantastic. And I'm seeing that on NHL on TNT. Wayne Gretzky actually had a fantastic chirp on Mitch Marner last week. It was unbelievable. First multi-goal game for Ryan Reeves since he was with the Blues back in 2013.
0: Marner's last power play goal. Yeah. About oh, oh wait, was
1: fucking bomb. Not a boy, gee. <laughs> and then Beast just like backs away and goes, "Oh, Wainer's <laughs> dropping bombs!" Oh no, <laughs> so funny. Uh, and then last night I saw the uh, them interview Steve Eiserman. I think we can agree Steve Eiserman is generally a pretty reserved guy, right? Yeah, he's pretty fairly reticent. You know, when you yeah. you don't get much from Stevie. There absolutely. So Paul Beesonet asked him this question, and they had a ton of fun with it.
0: Given that there's probably
1: a lot of it constantly on your mind, what do you do in order to decompress when you get away from the rink and and, and maybe enjoy yourself?
0: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I can't be honest with that one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not on national TV. Um, (laughs) To get away from it, I'd like to say I play golf, but I'm not very good and I don't enjoy it, so I question why I do that. Um, You know, so... um, I don't even have the attention span to read books. I listen to audio books. So that's what I do. I lay in bed with my earpo- earphones in and listen to books. I guess that's what I do to take my mind off and sleep. That's the OHL education,
1: Stevie. <laughs> exactly. I was schoolastic player of the year in grade 11. Yeah, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course you were. Of course you were. I, think I, didn't graduate, I didn't graduate
0: from 12th grade, but <laughs> at grade 11 was a good year.
1: So there's the NHL on TNT. Thanks oh. to them for that clip. And make sure, what that was does he little, do
0: a little the way the headline read today, Steve, and you sent me that story, is that Iserman goes crazy. It's not that. It's not. I don't know.
1: Well, it's pretty it's okay. good for Steve Iserman.
0: It, it is. What, what we want to know for sure is, uh, what do you do to decompress? And his answer is, I cannot be honest with that because we're on national TV.
1: Yeah. What does he do to unwind What are you
0: stripper or something, Stevie? And, uh, uh, you know, when you're away from the rink or something, what's What do you, a porn star?
1: <laughs> what's, I, I don't what know. What could it possibly be, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, the mind swims with possibilities that you can't talk. Everybody talks about everything on TV these days. Right. You can't right. talk about it. I don't know. That's, uh, that, frankly, it's concerning when you get down to it.
0: His answer about golf is great. I don't have, uh, what do you say? I don't. I don't have the, uh, no, and books. I don't have the attention span to read. Uh, I failed grade 12. And uh, golf, I'm no good at it, and I don't like it. Right. You might be the only hockey player I've ever heard that doesn't like golf yeah. or place. So
1: anyway. Yeah, I and mean, my cool. stand-up, I mean, if you're talking about, I don't know, whoever you think is the best stand-up comedy, comedian alive, um, it, by those standards, it's not that funny. I may have built it up too much. But by hockey standards, and that tells you where the bar is right now, I thought that was fantastic, hilarious. And and again, it's an art to let some of these reserved hockey players, you know, some of them are just generally stoic and reserved to start with. Some of them mm-hmm. just are so protective. They don't want to step out of bounds because they know that they could end up, you know, submarineing a teammate, one of their players. Right. Um, so they're they're very careful what they say. So I just like the way NHL and TNT this is the whole point of my conversation here. I just like the way NHL on TNT is presenting things. Um and it's so early in the game for them that uh and a lot of these guys are raw rookies. I know that they've got gosh, I wish I could remember his name, relatively young guy, probably late thirties, that was on NHL on NBC. So he's doing TNT's work there. But the rest of the guys are just uh, relative rookies, including your your pal Wayne Gretzky.
0: We I, we interviewed uh I did anyway, Russell's away, interviewed Mark Messier. And I said, uh, "God, I haven't seen you on ESPN, right? You absolutely fucking buried me." It's like, "It's seven dollars a month, Jim. Okay, it's seven dollars a month." You know, and well, why would I do that? Why would I possibly, um, you know, subscribe to a sports channel? What 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 do I have to do during my day that? Oh yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of sports. Okay.
1: Got that figured Probably out there, I think. Better, yeah. yeah, all right. <laughs> Good. He did more than that, though. Messier Messier actually said, like, I think it's $6.99, Jim. I'll send you the money so you can watch me. (laughs) Love it. Uh, We'll take a time out of the program when we return. Maybe a little Olympic talk and uh, more coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 860 All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Everyone knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle your automotive needs, but they are also a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F750s. So, whether you're in towing, landscaping, deliveries, or any job where you need a big truck, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck customized for your needs. JimK.Ford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Okay, a couple of things in the CFL before we uh, get on to some Olympic talk here. Devontae Dedman, he's one of the only guys in the Ottawa Red Blacks that uh, people were pumped about. They've been, they've had three win seasons the last two years. Three wins. Mm-hmm. They've been terrible but devonte dedman was a fant- fantastic top special teams player in the league in uh, let's see here da, 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 da. so this past season uh, da, 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 he led the league in return touchdowns with 3 punt return yards with 737 um kickoff return yardage and kickoff return average like he was state of the art well, he signed with the Red Blacks to come back for the coming season, and now he's just signed with the Miami Dolphins. The Red Blacks released him today to pursue oh. an opportunity with the Dolphins. I'm like, come on.
0: That's cool. Is, that's all well, right.
1: That's, it's, it is great, and it's, it's such an opportunity because we all know if you're a fourth stringer in the NFL, you're making better money than you would in the CFL, so you've got to give the guy the opportunity. And it's certainly a good promotional thing for the CFL to know that there's still uh, some NFL love for uh, CFL players, but it's yeah. certainly disappointing at the same time for the Ottawa Redblacks. Do you think? Do you think that's the? Do you think that's a good thing? Like, should a guy who just signed a CFL contract just be allowed to leave willy nilly to go off to the NFL? Well, I, I, I've always said, you know that um,
0: that they should they should almost get rid of the the Canadian. Uh, restriction or you know, whatever you call it, Steve. You know, you gotta have so many Canadians on your team. Quota people are gonna go bananas. Yeah, you know, the quota. Just gas that. Okay, Gas that. Uh, you know, we don't do it in other sports. Okay, okay, we don't do it in hockey. We don't do it in baseball. If you're a Blue Jay, you gotta have a bunch of Canadians. You know, we don't do it, and yet people are very loyal to their town and their city, no matter who it is. Uh, and you're gonna get, you know, a, a better. I, I think you're gonna get a better product. Don't take it
1: easy, folks.
0: Take it easy. Here, I've got fifteen
1: emails in the last sixty seconds. It's unbelievable. <laughs> wow. Um, so you
0: know, is it a feeder league, Stevie? Uh, you know, not really, right? Because it's 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 a, a real standout story when a guy from the CFL uh, makes it in the NFL, right? We go we go back to twenty years there when what's his face from Calgary made it. Uh, um, Jeff Garcia. Yeah, Jeff Garcia, uh, Doug Flutie, Heisman Trophy winner, Doug Flutie. Uh, the, the I think it's I think it's not Singletary. He it was a middle linebacker for
1: the Stamps, who's now with Philly. Yeah, he's a the defensive Heat. captain, Alex Singleton.
0: Yeah, right. So there's some great stories there. Um, so it doesn't happen. Good very one, often, Jim.
1: Good one. That's that's a that's deep NFL I, knowledge, right there. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I got I got it, pal. Don't you
0: worry yeah. about it. Uh, Ruben Hayes. Steve, the great Reuben Mays, from North Battleford, Saskatchewan, played for the New Orleans Saints. Did he ever play in the CFL though? You're asking me. <laughs> oh, no, right. no, 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 no. He never played in the CFL. Sorry, I thought you meant the
1: NFL. Right? Uh, oh, for sure, he's a Canadian who played in the in the NFL for sure. And there's been no shortage of those. But in the discussion about CFLers moving to the NFL, I liken the idea to when an assistant coach in the NHL gets a head coaching job. It's always, no matter if you're under contract or not, it's like, here you go. Um, There's an opportunity to better yourself. And uh, certainly I'm never going to complain when a guy gets an opportunity like this and they let him go. I mean, the alternative is locking the guy down and saying, no, 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 that's not going to happen, mister. Although the Red Blacks Mm -hmm. have a history of that. They Mm -hmm. did have an assistant coach. Uh, He's Edmonton's head coach. He was fired this year. Um, There's Jamie Elizondo, he had an opportunity, and he was 3-11, and 11, by the way. Uh, but two years ago, Ooh. he had an opportunity to shop his wares. He had an opportunity I think, to interview with Saskatchewan, if memory serves. And the Red black said, nah, don't think so. And so right. he uh, ended up, I think, leaving the team over that. So doesn't ever go well when you try and stonewall somebody. So I, I liken this situation to that one. Anyway, uh, we should call it a day, my friend. Any final uh-huh. thoughts as we head out the door? No time for Olympics. We'll get to that in a... F- <laughs> Honestly, we're looking at 10 breakout Canadian athletes at the Olympics. There's a lot of guys in there we haven't heard of. So we need to do our homework <laughs> before we have a conversation about the Olympics.
0: This is the greatest statement ever made by you, Stevie. Okay? What's to, to summarize what the problem with the Olympics are. Okay, you had mentioned the other day, right? That, you know, there's no NHLers, so it's kind of tough there to to lock into Team Canada where it was guys. And so, and a so, friend of yours yelled at you about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> did he ever. Jeez, wow. Sorry. At you through me. Right. At you through me. Um, yep. And uh, you know, it's I, I I can't tell you who's competing in what, right? But I think back to the old days, Stevie. I think back to the old days when you think of winter sports, you know, and I go back to who doesn't forget Horst Bulow or Kurt Browning or even Kate Pace was a downhill skier, uh, Elvis Stoiko, Stevie, uh, Liz Manley, you know, with all these winter sports, right, uh, in the Olympics, uh, Brian Orser, right? The, you know, everyone knew these were household names. And now, Steve, you know, give us the list of household names that you know in figure skating right now. Right, exactly. Right. So I don't know what's going on. It's interesting. I, I, we're going to talk about this next week, because what what you just said, right, summarizes the the struggle for the Olympics to get exposure right now. Is you're saying, we'll talk about the Olympics, but we're not sure about it. We got to do some homework, right? Right. Not your fault, Stevie. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm not blaming you for. it. It's like why why is the why is the interest sort of gone? <laughs>
1: right. Well, why we are, just uh, we spend no time watching like speed skating. Lots right. of people love figure skating but they don't watch it much beyond that. There's, there are people who do, but biathlon, uh bobsleigh, it just it, it goes on and on. There's all these events that are just ignored by most Canadian sports fans because they're so now fixated they are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's just a in the in the day, I think the and we will talk about it in the next episode, but I think it's just because everything is available all the time and we can't clone ourselves. Like if you're an NHL fan, 40 years ago, you didn't have TSN and Sportsnet or NHL-Centerized packages. Right. So you'd right. be an NHL fan on Saturday night, and you'd have lots of time the rest of the week to maybe check out some other things. But now, if you're an NHL fan and you're passionate mostly about that, you can fill your days with nothing yeah. but NHL now. Right. Well, that and and I think that's one of the things that come to
0: mind for sure. There's just too many options anymore. And you know, those events, right? Those, those events that they have at the Olympics, as far as I know them, I only watch them when the Olympics comes around. Okay. And you're not alone. Yeah. Well, now that being said, Steve, the Olympic, uh, you know, an Olympic event can take your sport, flip it around and make it a household term. And all you got to do is look at uh, curling, right? No one gave a shit about curling, Steve. No, no one gave a shit about curling and then, you know, the Team Canada starts to compete. They start to lose. Everyone gets, we're losing our own game. And then, you know, television coverage, massive television coverage, right? Is turned that thing around. And everyone knows, you know, household names, right? Yep. From, from your Kevin Martins to all these other guys. So that's there it. We go. interesting we, we,
1: talk, you know, interesting talk. Yeah, we can talk more about it in a future episode. We said we wouldn't, you know, get to do that in a future episode. And then we had to, <laughs> we just had a big long conversation about it right there. Um, by the way, a global data analytics company predicts that Canada will finish fifth with 23 medals. Norway will top the medal count again. Norway, lousy yeah. Norwegians. But yeah. uh, five gold medals, eight silver, 10 bronze are forecast for Canada in Beijing. Canada's men's and women's hockey team slated for gold. Mogul skier Mikhail Kingsbury, Michael Kingsbury, uh, snowboarder Max Perrault and speed skater Laurent Dubray all expected to get gold. Canada shut out of curling medals, according to the, I guess it's a simulation of some kind right. of statistical analysis. So there's a lot of Olympic talk for two guys who just said they were going to talk about Olympics in the next episode.
0: Bring me the, where's the crazy Canucks, Steve? Ken Reed, Steve, Steve Pud- Posborski. Yeah. you know? Uh, B- B- Brooker, Mark Brooker. Todd Brooker. Uh, Todd Brooker. Okay? Oh, remember his crash?
1: Oh, oh. At the Hanencom, I think. At the Hanencom. Oh my God. I've never seen if, if I've never seen a more horrifying Gross. skiing accident. Like Gross. there's no there's no breaking of arms or anything like that, but Todd Brooker is unconscious and falls, go down the hill and it's and that's where I think like, the term red doll. As actually. bad Brian
0: Stemmel. Remember? Brian Stemmel on oh, yeah. the defense. <sighs> and as bad with no injury was Brian Stemmel uh, being like like a half second ahead to win Olympic
1: gold and hit a rock right on the do you remember that I do not yeah yeah anyway all right let's call it quits right there ladies and gentlemen our website Stevewproject.com as always we really appreciate you being with us for another podcast week we hope uh, you'll tell some friends about us and we're back on Monday as usual enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you soon I'm a doctor okay I'm a rug
0: doctor <laughs> <laughs> good night everybody we'll see you
1: Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.